Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart Radio. God has created a qualitatively new humanity in Jesus, and we have subtitle, Super Epigenetics. I'm going to be reading today from 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and I'm going to reading verses 16, 17, and 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 16, 17, and 18. Verse 16, quote, Wherefore, henceforth know we no one after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we No more. Therefore, if any in Christ, a new creation, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become qualitatively new. That's the sense of the Greek, qualitatively new. Verse 18, and all things are of God, and all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given unto us this or the ministry of reconciliation. So I want to consider carefully the words of Scripture as we must always do. We must always think about God's word prayerfully we must also meditate upon the Word of God. Please read Joshua chapter 1, and please read Psalm 1. Believers are to meditate upon the Scriptures. We are to meditate upon the living Word of God. We are of necessity to intake the Word of God on a daily basis. The Bible or the biblical documents are said to be um, inbreathed of God. Inbreed of God. They are indeed the breath of God. So therefore they are life. They are life. Moses says in the Deuteronomy document, Moses says to his people, these words are your life. These words are your life. Very appropriate. Very powerful. And very important. Now, I want to focus today on the work of God in Christ Jesus. We speak about the finished work of Christ. Tetelestai is a Greek word that Jesus 
yelled from the cross before his death. And we translate it in the three words, it is finished. There is one word in Greek, tetelestai. It is finished in English. And so therefore, the sacrifice, the ransom had been paid for humanity. Therefore, whosoever will may come. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all would come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now, I want you to really think about what I'm going to say now. The Bible never says that we are to accept Christ as our personal Savior. The Bible never uses those words. That is not, that, those words are not found in the Scripture. What we do have in the Scripture is the word believe. Believe. In John's Gospel, that particular word is used abundantly. That word believe is used abundantly. Believe is used 98 times in the Gospel of John. 98 times. Now, in its full meaning, the word believe, uh, that is the verb, uh, has the, the meaning of the continue of a continuing process of belief. A continuing, that is, a continuing process of belief that also involves progress. So this is the meaning of the word uh, believe. And so, as I said earlier, the Bible never the Bible never states that we are to receive Christ as our personal Savior. We are to believe. And the preposition is that's used in the Greek is into. That we are to believe into Jesus. We are to believe into Jesus. That's the word of God. This is what God teaches. And so... We would do well to understand uh, the teaching of the word. Now, in John 1.12 we have, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So, pistuosin is the word that's used in the Greek uh, and it, so this is the word that's used in Hebrews chapter 11, pistis. Pistuosin is the word that is used here. So I want to emphasize that because I want uh, there to be that clarity as to the teaching of the scripture with regard to the person of Jesus. Uh and now in John 2, 23, we read, Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover in the feast day, many believed in his name when they saw 
the miracles which he did. And so, again, uh, we have um, uh, the word believed, of course, is a verb, and is epistusan. Epistusan is the word that's used. And so, please understand what the scripture teaches about the person of Jesus. Why am I emphasizing this? I'm emphasizing this because you must understand that what God has provided for us uh, in the sacred documents all point to the person of Jesus. It is, Jesus is the second Adam. Uh, and Paul speaks at length of the second Adam in his letter to the Romans. Now, I say Adam because uh, in the Old Testament, uh, Adam was never a proper noun. It was never a proper noun. If it were, I would say Adam. But it is the Adam. Now, the word, uh, the Hebrew word for blood is Dom, D-M-N. And so we have in the Old Testament the Adam was created from the Adama, from the ground. A-D-A-M-A-H, Adama. So the Adam was created from the Adama. So, and we read in Genesis 3 uh, about what happened uh, with, the, with regard to the the uh, the fall of man as as is a theological term. So Jesus is called by Paul, or he uh, uh, Yesu, Yesu is called by Paul, uh, the second Adam. And God created this new entity, this new supernatural entity called the church that is the called out assembly through the Adam. So uh, Jesus took upon himself the sin of the world. The sin of the world. And so it is true uh, the person of Jesus that you and I may have eternal life. And so please read Romans chapter 5. When you have a chance, for instance, in Romans 5, Paul writes, wherefore in verse 12, quote, as by one man sin entered into the world, this is Romans 5, 12, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. So the first Adam was the federal head of the race, and therefore all men fell through him. Now, uh, verse 14, nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. Who is the figure of him who was to come? Speaking of the second Adam, that is uh, the person of Jesus. Now, Jesus died, we read in Scripture, for the sin of mankind, for the sin of the world. 
A person who comes to Jesus must be born anew or born from above. You're speaking about the august person of God and his requirements, his uncompromising, unparalleled requirements. This is why when you and I are said to be saved by grace through faith, we receive the imputed righteousness of Christ. Not our own righteousness, but God reckons to our account the imputed righteousness of Christ. Therefore, God sees us in the person of Christ. We are made new in him. We are regenerated by the Holy Spirit through the baptism of the Spirit, and we are baptized into the body of Christ, the called out ones or the ecclesia. Now, in 2 Corinthians, once again, chapter 5, we read in verse 17, Therefore, if any in Christ or anyone in Christ, he is new creation. Kaina. Kaina is the Greek word for new. And it means that which is qualitatively new. New creation. Old things, the word uh, old here is paleos. Paleos. Old things. I'm sorry, not paleos, uh, but our chaos, that which is original or ancient, from which we get our archaeology, old things, ancient things are passed away, the whole old things are become new. Do you see the new epigenetics in Jesus? Do you see the new humanity? Do you see what God has done and which the world has sought to repress? Even many of the churches have sought to repress. What God has done for you, what God has done for us through Christ, that men may be elevated, by human psychology might be elevated, that the works of men might be elevated over the work of God. God has made you new, beloved, and God has made you something wonderful through the person of Jesus Christ. Believe it. Lean on it. Reckon on it. Use it. Good afternoon. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.